Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Wow, way to be ready with that. that I was Ooh. ready, it just wasn't loud enough. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. You like that better? That's much better. Okay. How are you? I think I already drank too much. We had happy hour uh, by Zoom for work. And, oh boy. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Alrighty. What do you want to start off with? Um, I want to start off with uh, the Disney Parks blog and what they're giving us to entertain us while we're home. Tons of fun stuff on the Disney Parks blog. Uh, today released the second part of the virtual tour of Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, this look is in their sculpture studio. So uh, I will go ahead and post that on our page. Cool. Yeah. Um, are they also helping us out to keep us busy by adding some new things to their mobile apps? They are. They've added functionality to both the Disneyland app and the My Disney Experience app. Um, they have added the Disney Parks Artist Studio, uh, where you can learn how to draw a bunch of characters. I know we posted a similar link like that uh, on our page last week or the week before. And they've also added a Magic Moments in Trivia section where you can learn fun facts about the parks. And then if you have the Play Disney Parks mobile app, uh, you can actually play additional games there. So they are uh, offering a ton of options for us um, uh, to, you know... Keep us busy. Keep us busy throughout these tough times. Um, and then one of my personal favorites is Olaf. And Olaf is uh, giving us some content to keep us entertained also. That's right. Uh, they're creating these little video shorts... Uh, they are being created by uh, Hiram Osmond, who is the supervising animator of Olaf. Uh, he's been creating the shorts from home. And Josh Gad, who is the voice of Olaf, has been voicing Olaf from home. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, they're very short. The first one, I think, was 40 seconds. The next one was a minute. They're very basic, but they're cute. Yeah. You know, and it gives us something to look forward to. Absolutely. And that's what we need these days is something to look forward to. Exactly. Um, on the... DisneyMagicMoments.com website uh, that you showed me some pretty fun content. They're putting out a few different things. Um, the Jaminators were on. Yes, they were. The Jamiters. Oh, Jamiters. Like yes. Janitors. Jamiters. Yes, what do they call them? The Jaminators? Jaminators. I always want to call them the Jaminators. I always call them the Jaminators. Maybe that's why I want to. But I think that's a much cooler name than the Jamiters. Well, Jamiters is like Janitors. Well, so because that makes they more play sense. trash cans when they're in Right. Epcot. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, Jamiters uh, have a uh, was one of the first two videos released by the Magic Moments um, uh, Disney Magic Moments website. Additionally, they did a Small World virtual virtual boat ride video, which took you through Small World from multiple parks. Uh, is a combination of of all these park uh, you know different versions of of Small World, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but the Magic uh, Magic Moments website is uh, things to so you can spend time together. They've got the uh, uh, virtual viewing of Magic Happens. They've got the sing-along with the Dapper Dance. They've got the Jamiters. Uh, there's just uh, stories and fun stories and content that will engage you. And it's all for free. And it's from Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, Disney Animation Studios, National Geographics, and Disney Parks. I believe there was also some recipes on there, right? A recipe for churro bites? There were. And uh, funny you should mention, mention that because I have a recipe for churro bites here. Um, the It was also in the Parks blog. So a lot of the stuff that's in the Parks blog goes over to the Magic Moments okay. website. Um, so Disney has released a recipe for churro bites uh, that will feed eight people. 
And I hear it's very close to uh, what the churros taste like in, in Disneyland. Yeah, I don't know. All these people getting air fryers. I just need a regular old deep fryer. Right. I feel like that is the thing that this pandemic needs is uh, a fryer. All right. Duly noted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of healthy choices, uh, National World Health Day was on Tuesday, and Disney uh, did some things to celebrate that. That's right. They uh, they honored the nurses, doctors, and healthcare teams who work to keep us healthy. Uh, in Shanghai, the Enchanted Storybook Castle lit up with the words thank you in various languages for medical professionals. A um, couple of places uh, debuted some videos. Um, a lot of the parks just simply wrote uh, thank you uh, in various areas with, you know, flower petals and, and stuff. Uh, Times Square Disney Store put up a gigantic video sign. Um, so Disney celebrated uh, World Health Day by thanking those who are taking care of us. Nice. Yes. Um, so Bob Iger, even though he stepped down, he really has just been right back in the spotlight because it just isn't a good time to be having stepped down. That is true. Um, so he talked with uh, Barron's, which is a financial publication, about the effects of the coronavirus on the Disney brand. Yeah, he said that uh, there's going to be, you know, there's obviously going to be changes uh, that the uh, current challenge and the impact of the coronavirus on the company is going to be the biggest that the company's ever seen. Um, he says that we need to be realistic regarding the size and impact of this uh, pandemic. So, you know, they're talking about changes. They're talking about modifying the way movies are released. Uh, you know, we saw Frozen 2 uh, come out, I think, three months before it was scheduled to come out on Disney+. Plus. Right. We saw Onward come out of the movie theaters and onto Disney+, Plus in less than a month. Now, granted, all the movie theaters were closed. Right, uh, and those had already been released. Right. Um, so really what they are, seem to be doing is just pushing everything back. But depending upon how everything goes, if you're not going to be able to open up these movie theaters, you can't just keep pushing it back. So right. yeah, how are they going right. to release them? You know, we saw last week Artemis Fowl was, is not going to be released theatrically and is going direct to video. There's this old 20th Century Fox New Mutants film that's been hanging out since 2018. That will probably make its way to uh, either Disney Plus or Hulu, uh, which Disney uh, runs. Um, you know, additionally, you may be looking at things like uh, longer lines to get into the park because they may start doing uh, temperature scanning uh, as guests are going in. Right. So, so we'll all stand super close to each other while we wait to get our temperatures scanned. Well, the other thing he mentions is that they really can't go forward with opening the parks until there's like, you know, a vaccine available. And, you know, we've taken steps to manage this disease. I don't think that Disney is going to open anytime sooner uh, than they think is, you know, safe enough for their guest population and their employee population as well. Yeah, obviously. I mean, if you've got, um, you know, the governor of Florida not opening things back up, if, if people can't go and sit down in a restaurant, you can't open up right. Disney World. It's not it's not even an option. So right. not that they would try to open it anyway if it really wasn't time, but no, I don't think they're even going to have the option. Um, the Disney College program... Uh, there's a new update on that. I mean, obviously, it's it's not really around so much right now, but what's the new newest news on that? Well, we know they sent everybody home from the college program that was down there uh, for last semester, but now they have stated that the program that was supposed to begin in June, um, those kids will not be uh, taking part in Disney internship or Disney college program uh, for that semester. Uh, they will be refunding uh, refund for their program fees, those that had fees, uh, additionally, cultural representatives 
uh, are being sent home. Uh, a lot of those are international. Disney is working with them to help make travel arrangements. Uh, they're getting paid through April 18th. Um, and the Disney internships uh, and programs uh, are also being suspended as of the 18th. So college program was sent early, was sent home early. Uh, internships looks like they're officially ending as of the 18th, along with all the other employees who are getting furloughed. Um, so uh, it's going to, you know, depending upon when they reopen the parks up, you know, it, it could be a, a big noticeable difference in the number of employees that are in the parks because they might not have the college uh, staff working. You know, you look at Epcot where all the pavilions are manned uh, by the cultural representatives from their countries. Uh, you know, they won't be here. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be that type of a situation. I think that if anything, you have, you're going to have more people because people are going to be ready to come back to work. People can't wait to get back to work. And the way they're going to open things up is probably going to be slowly. So I don't think there's going to be any lack of, of employees, but yes, there will be a lack of college program people because you're not going to pay interns um, when you can, you know, bring back your your real right employees. Right now, I know something you'll be excited for uh, is the fact that even though the parks are, clo- are closed, uh, the Disney pin trading uh, is still going on with their monthly pin collection. Would you like to tell us about that? Well, I don't really know too much about it, but um, I guess the pins that used to come out monthly are now going to be coming out online via uh, Shop Disney. So that's going to go throughout the closure of the parks. It, you know, it doesn't really excite me, but I kind of wish it did. Like, I kind of wish I was a pin collector because at least it would give me something to look forward to, you know, that it shows up and you still get your pin. You don't get to go to the park to go pick it up. But Right. Yeah. The monthly pins are usually released uh, on Thursday of each week. Um, with the exception of special releases for anniversaries or holidays. So uh, if you're a pin collector, you can still get your fix on shopdisney.com. All right. Even though Broadway is currently closed, it is uh, now 25 years that Disney has been a part of uh, Broadway. And they are celebrating that. How? Well, there's going to be a benefit concert on April 13th for the COVID-19 Relief Fund. Um, It's going to be aired uh, a free broadcast. Uh, and it's going to be on the Broadway Cares YouTube channel. It's going to feature performances by some of the uh, favorite Disney on Broadway veterans. Uh, so you're going to see uh, it's actually hosted by Prince Hans of the Southern Isles from Frozen. Uh, he's going to be hosting it live from his family home. And uh, there are a ton of people uh, who have been involved in various Disney productions throughout the years who will be singing. So that could be good. Um, it's going to take place, like I said earlier, on the Broadway Cares YouTube channel. At 7 p.m. on Monday, April 13th. And how would that be a fundraiser? Are they are you just going to like voluntarily make donations on like a I'm sure they'll have, a, like they'll have a website up so that you can make them. And right. with a host involved, you know, it's going to be like watching PBS where they're going to go between songs and say, hey, you know, send us your right. money to right, such right. and such. Probably Broadway. Yeah, it's Broadway Cares. And they use every every year they do a big uh, uh, AIDS, uh, Equity Fights AIDS mm-hmm. uh, fundraiser. So okay. it's something they've done before. Very nice. Um, the Four Seasons Hotel um, over on Disney property has now furloughed quite a few of its employees. Yeah, they've essentially shuttered the hotel. Uh, 835 employees ranging from executives and management all the way down to housekeeping and retail staff uh, have been uh, sent home. And uh, However, they are on the plus side. They are taking reservations from May 1st and onward. Yeah. Reservations that they might have to cancel. So. Right. 
I mean, Disney's doing May 1st, too, isn't Disney's that their Disney's doing day? June 1st. You're doing June 1st. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and then let's talk about Disney+. Plus. There is a new show debuting. That's right. It's a new show uh, in honor of uh, yesterday's 25th anniversary of a Goofy movie. Um, Disney Plus has released a clip for their new show called It's a Dog's Life with Bill Farmer. Now, you might not know who Bill Farmer is, but he is a Disney legend. Do you know what he does? Something with dogs. He is the voice of Goofy and Pluto, and he has been for more than 30 years. Cool. Uh, And in this show, he's going to step out from behind the microphone to meet dogs across the country that have uh, incredible jobs or make our lives better. Oh, fun. Uh, The show is going to debut on Disney Plus on May 15th, and we'll stream a new episode every Friday for 10 weeks. Very cute. Yeah. Um, And then the Obi-Wan movie, what's... Is that ha- or it wasn't a movie, right? It was a series. It's a that series. Was coming out? Correct. What happened with that? Something happened. Uh, that has been pushed back to 2022. We oh. we know that they had some production issues and they lost their showrunner and they decided to do some rewrites and then they cut it from six episodes to four episodes. You say pushed to 2022. I say we'll never see it. And now it's been pushed back to 2022. However, they're still saying that the Cassian Andor series. Uh, which you may remember him from the uh, Rogue One. Oh yes, yes, I remember uh, Star Wars movie. Uh, that is still on track for release next year, even though they haven't shot anything. Yeah, all right then. We'll see if that happens. All right. Um, Disneyland Paris also trying to keep us busy and happy. They are streaming some shows and parades. That's right. Twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays at four p.m., they are streaming some of their shows and parades uh, across their social media channels fun yeah um i don't like this story i think it sucks but i also think it's rather hysterical so the food and beverage prices are going to increase and menu menus are going to be changed for world disney world so disney world is not open right but they're still managing to To change prices they are fabulous they are uh so you know, I guess prices usually range quarterly, uh, but they're usually small and incremental. Uh, however, uh, you know, what, what they're used to seeing is $0.25 cent to a dollar increases. Um, but now they're looking at prices uh, uh, in it, uh, at least $2 for some meals and like $4 increases for uh, some alcoholic beverages. Um, you know, I, I think one thing that we were looking at earlier is if you will go to the uh, Yacht Club Resort at the Ale and Compass Lounge and you get the Applewood Smoked Bacon and Vermont Cheddar Burger, uh, prior to these changes, which are in effect now, and you can go to the website and look at the, the new pricing, uh, the Cheddar Burger is going from $13 to $19. Uh, if you order a uh, Galleon Gimlet or a Big Apple Cocktail, they're both going from $11.25 to $14. Um so uh, things are increasing. The Hollywood Brown Derby, the Old Fashioned, is going from fourteen to seventeen dollars. The Pomegranate Whiskey Sour is going from twelve fifty to fourteen. So they are raising prices. Um, uh, All American Hot Dog, uh, Beef Hot Dog with Chips, where is uh, this? At the Tortuga Tag- Tavern is going up a dollar from nine forty nine to ten forty nine. Uh, they've also taken away two uh, favorites. Uh, the Tostones and the Ropa Vieja. Um, so they're not only raising prices, but they're paring down the menus. Yeah, it sounds like the um, the menu staff is working from home and trying to make sure that they fill their time so that they can still put in a timesheet. That could be. Now, yeah. on the plus side, if you go to the Tortuga Tavern and you buy a turkey leg with chips, it goes from twelve forty nine to fourteen forty nine, 
However, it now includes a side. Oh, boy. So, you know, typical typical Disney. Yeah, I... It's going to be $8 for a Mickey bar before you know it. Yeah, I don't... I, we've discussed this before. I think that this is going to be... This, this whole parks being closed thing is going to be a huge hit for Disney, obviously. But I think it's going to be harder for them to recover than maybe they're anticipating because... People are not going to have the money to travel. No. And they're definitely not going to have the money to spend $17 on an old fashioned. So they're, you know, they're not going to be going to any of these nicer restaurants. They're not going to be ordering these, you know, expensive drinks. Right. I think they're going to, you're going to see a lot of discounts when it finally opens again. I don't know what they're going to do about the food. I mean, maybe they're anticipating that they're going to have to put out huge discounts for park tickets and for um, resorts. And maybe they think they're going to maybe make up some of their money on food. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think this is the end of the up, up, up at Disney and then being able to get away with it. One can only hope. Yeah. All right. Uh, What do we have next? Oh, Tokyo Disney is never opening. (laughs) No, that's not true. Uh, Tokyo Disney is now closed through at least May 7th. Um, The Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has declared a state of emergency for 30 days in the seven prefectures across Japan. For the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Uh, this includes the Chiba Prefecture, which is the home to Disney Tokyo Resort, Uh, and this state of emergency grants more power to the prefectural governments to help stop the spread of the virus. This state of emergency lasts through May 6th, which means the parks, the earliest the parks could open was May 7th. Um, They were hoping that they were going to be, uh, the Oriental Land Company was hoping that they were going to be opening on April 20th. Uh, however, with this emergency order, this is not the case. Yeah, and then, you know, that's probably why the emergency order was put into place because, you know, people get too optimistic and everybody runs right back out. It's not going to solve any problems. And then everything flares up again. Yeah, so yeah. Um, hopefully that once they get through that, like, May 7th stretch, maybe they'll start to look up for them. All right. Um, over in Walt Disney World, there are still some cast members who are um, still going to work, and they are now allowed to wear face masks. I think it's odd that they were not allowed to wear well, face masks before. The furloughs don't begin until the 18th. So there, most everybody is still working except for the college kids. And yes, as Cheryl stated, um, those who are working uh, as of April 7th are now allowed to wear face masks. Well, that's good. For their day-to-day work because the CDC says that facial coverings can help slow. There were no guests slow. there anyway. Why would it matter? Just one-on-one interactions, the security teams, no. the janitors. No, that's, that's Disney being absolutely ridiculous. Okay, anyway, um, Orlando International Airport. Uh, obviously, travel is down. Uh, I think it's funny that I was watching our local news today, and, you know, they're saying, you know, some flights are canceled, and, and you should, you know, call ahead to make sure that, you know, your flights are still on time. And I thought, are people actually still getting on planes? And it appears that maybe, based on this story, very, very, very few people are actually getting on planes. That's right. Well, I can tell you that uh, planes are flying. Uh, I have a friend from the academy who uh, actually flies FedEx, so they are yes, still flying. Right, right. Uh, and he posted some pictures walking through the airport with a you know N95 mask on, and he's got to move the packages. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are flying. But uh, based on what's going on at Orlando International Airport, uh, which was the ten busy with has which has been the ten. 10th busiest airport in the nation. Um, they have seen a decrease in passengers from last year at this point 
to of 96.6%. So essentially 97% of their foot traffic is down. Yeah. I mean, well, nothing's open. Who's coming to, who's coming to Orlando? And, you know, even if you can, even if you have family in the area, even if you just wanted to go to the beach, um, even if you had a rental house, you can't do any of those things. Nope. I mean, a 14-day quarantine when you fly in, I mean, really, unless you're coming back from a long trip that you were away on and you're coming home. What, could, Why go? Why go down? Yeah. I mean, who's who's flying? I mean, only in, like, absolute emergency situations, I would think. Right. Yeah. Normally, uh there's about 11 or 1200 flights into Orlando per day. And yesterday there were only 573 flights scheduled. Yeah. And 90% of them were probably mostly empty. Right. All right. And then a little bit more sad news, although not unexpected. Um, the SeaWorld CEO has resigned. Yeah, it's funny because he took over in November and, uh, he stated, you know, that it was a time of transition. They had, he was the fourth CEO in, in like four years and there wanted to be some stability. And well, that was November. Uh, he was in the position for less than five months and now he has resigned on Saturday uh, from his CEO position. Uh, and he said his resignation was due to disagreements over the board's involvement in decision-making at SeaWorld. Uh, so he is gone. That is Sergio D. Rivera. And he has been replaced by Mark Swanson, who is the company's chief financial officer, who will be the temporary CEO at least through the reopening of SeaWorld's theme parks, at which time the board will review the position. It sounds like maybe their board is difficult. It does. Because what would make them go through so many CEOs? I don't know. Yeah, it's the board. They suck. Yes, ma'am. All right. All right, that's it for news. All right, everyone. I hope you've got your thinking caps on and your pencils ready because it's time for another exciting edition of Isabel's Disney Trivia. Take it away, Izzy. Okay. So today's theme is Hollywood Studios. Alrighty. The last of our four theme parks. Okay, I'm ready for this. Okay. Question one. What is the name of the dinosaur that resides in Echo Lake? I know. Let's just skip Lily. Lily? You know it? Would you like to supply an answer? I want to guess. Okay. Can I get a hint? No. (laughs) Um, Like the name of the type of dinosaur? No, it has a name. Four, three, Don't pressure me. Two, one. Dad. Dad. <laughs> yeah. No, his name is not Dad. Okay, no. Da- no. I had to pick a name. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph? All right. Incorrect. Sue. Gertie. It is a Gertie. Damn, I thought I knew it. <laughs> Sue. Who's Sue? I don't know. You know, Sue the Dinosaur. I thought it was Sue the Dinosaur. Okay. Question two. At which restaurant will your server poke fun at you? What? At which restaurant (laughs) will your server poke fun at you? What does that mean? Make fun 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 of you. Give you a hard time, tell you to eat your vegetables. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I know this one. The diner where... (laughs) Why don't don't we let Cheryl answer first? 50s Primetime Cafe. 50s Lily? Primetime Cafe. Excellent. I will agree. It is the 50s Primetime oh, Cafe. Good job, everybody. What year did Hollywood Studios open? Uh, 1984. Okay. 1987. Okay. 1988. 1989. Huh. Ah, that's so close. I'm points still the closest without going over. All right. Um, no one gets points? 
He was the closest. I guess so. I feel like that's. But Dad is one every time. I feel like he's. Well, I mean, he's always going to win. We're really just competing for second place. Take the point from him. Okay. What is the highest animal rank on Toy Story Mania? So, like, you finish, it's like, you got this many points, this is what prize you get, what's the top one? Um, a bear. Okay. I feel like it's it's not right, but I'm going to say a beaver. Okay. I know that's one of them. Um, I love the beaver. He's my favorite. I'm going to go with a giraffe. Lily takes this one. Wow. Nice. Good job, Lily. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last question. What month did Star Wars Galaxy's Edge open? Wait, so it was in 2019, but we need the month. Okay. I'm going to say November. Okay. August. Correct answer is August. Uh, you know, I was going to say August yes. at first. I really was. Okay. So our, our winner is, you know, the usual. Yeah. Second place today, Lily. Woo! Nice. Lily with a it's rare It's because I had a really big finish. glass of wine tonight. And only because you gave her the answer, which was the D-Prime. No, <laughs> I, knew it. I knew what it was. I just couldn't think of the actual name. I know. Right. Yeah, that's what happened with the Sue thing. I yes. knew that it was Gertie, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Gertie and Sue are so similar. They, they are. They're like sisters. Except when mommy's had white <laughs> wine. So uh, that's the news and the trivia for tonight. So until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. I'm Isabel. I'm Lily. You're Lily, the second place winner, and we are... <laughs> the Disney Drive Time... <laughs> Disney Drive Time Podcast.